Uh, I'm recording now. You can clap too if you want, Kim. Nah. You're not gonna clap? No. Okay. You're not gonna clap for the show? Never. Okay. Hold on, on. I'm getting a text. Uh, Oh, Game of Thrones week six. Fantasy results are in. Oh, Game of Thrones resigned. I came in second. Okay. How? I got 200 points for Bran becoming king. You said Bran was gonna become king? No, but I had Bran on my team. Oh. God. Why am I even with you? (laughs) What? You didn't? Oh, because I drafted Bran? Yeah. (laughs) Now we will begin the dance. Hello everyone, and welcome to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm Eddie Colazzo, also known as King Eddie the Doo Butt, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. With sadness in my voice, now it ends. Now it ends. If you thought this had a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Anyways, hey, it did. It just did. It did. It's over. Also, Kim is here. Hey. Hey. In full. Yeah. Kim's already so mad. I'm broken. The broken man I'm is I'm Kim the broken. Yeah, Kim the broken, the famous nickname that we all gave you and call you all the time now, all Why of a sudden. Why are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the results. You're mad at Isaac Hempstead Wright. I'm just mad. Isaac Hempstead Wright, who voices Bran. (laughs) Because he doesn't fucking act. (laughs) Uh, We are here to talk about the final... Let me me close Miltos (laughs) Yoramelo's Facebook page real quick. I've been looking at Miltos for the last 12 hours straight. Uh, Let me just have over... He doesn't even have a birthday. That's how cool he is. We don't know when he was born. We'll find out. We're friends now, so we'll... Oh yeah. God, that's so great. Uh, the Iron Throne is the series finale of the American fantasy drama series Game of Thrones. It's what the series um, is about. That's why it's called that. It was written and directed by series creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Um, now, uh-huh. have you tabbed over to IMDb today? Well, I did scroll down to the critical response <laughs> section... Where it says, uh, the review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes says the episode has an approval rating of 56% and a rating average of 6.47. Yeah, on IMDb, the Iron Throne is, has, is at a 4.5 out of 10. Ooh. Ooh. It's, uh, it's about half of what Unbowed, Unbound, Unbroken got. Uh, the website's critical consensus reads, if nothing else, the Iron Throne is a bittersweet, already wrong. Nope. Like, that's already incorrect. If unfortunately bland, series finale that ensures Game of Thrones fans will linger on the fate of their favorite characters for some time. Will they ever be satisfied by the show's conclusion? Ask us again in ten years. Oh, funny reference. No bad, no good guys died after Miss Andy. Um, let's see. Let's get some choice, uh, some, some choice words here from reviewers. Um, Spencer Kornhaber of The Atlantic wrote that this finale saw a drama turned into a sitcom and a cheapo network affair. Spencer Uh, Kornhaber said, yes, it's my real name. (laughs) Kelly Lawler of USA Today wrote that for a series about tragedy and justice, the show became unrecognizable because its finale was hacky, cliched, and pandering. The show didn't gracefully swerve into another lane. It careened off a cliff. Damn. Jeremy Egner, here's the best one. Jeremy Egner of the New York Times wrote that a Shakespearean saga about power, blood, and loyalty culminated in the event that a wizard was put in charge. (laughs) (laughs) 
the small folk of King's Landing who famously love sorcerers. Um, are you, before we get into everything, uh, are you guys, like, like happy that, <laughs> that this happened? Or, or how about this? April 14th, that's when it came back, right? Uh-huh. Or April 16th? Sure. Whatever those days were. Did you guys ever anticipate that there would be so many people having so many negative reviews? No. Absolutely no. not. No. I thought what would happen was it would be another, like, wow, Game of Thrones, like, best show on TV. And then, like, two weeks after, articles would come up that was like, maybe, maybe, it's not so good. maybe it wasn't as good as we thought. But are these people who are criticizing it, are they saying that they don't like it because their their hero didn't win? Or are they saying it because they actually realize what you guys have been saying all along? Well, it's like these... I'm, I'm not just, like, you know, cherry-picking these. It's They're all just saying it's, like, fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I wanted Khaleesi to win. It's mm-hmm. like the show is fucking stupid. The right. Nightman being nothing seemed to have been the thing. That was the total, like, breaking point, I think, for a lot of people. Which is amazing. But, st- like, when you go on the, the Game of Thrones Facebook page, all of the top comments are just like... Thank you for seven great seasons, wink, wink. Yeah, it was bad at, like, season four. (laughs) Yeah. They watched Orson Lannister and said, this is good. This is good, I like it. I Um, will say that it's... mm It's it's kind of a subversion of expectations if you it think did, it did subvert my expectations it's, it's in that the, to me it's the funniest possible ending of Pigot where yeah. everybody hates the show Kim most of all yeah, yeah. like who, who could have expected and, and Kim gets to be on episode sixty nine nice. yeah Kim doesn't get nice. to be on the funny episode what I'm realizing here and I'm just like uh, picking words from mm-hmm. the Wikipedia mm-hmm. it says. Um, second worst of the series in front of the episode The Bells, featuring time-wasting moments even in the midst of the hurry to get to the finish line. Mm-hmm. I feel like that part makes me the most, like, angry. Be- because it was so fucking boring. Because it's so boring, but they're trying to rush. Like, what do you yeah. want to do? Yeah. Do you want to rush, or do you want to tell a story? Uh-huh. Because you- you're not doing Any either of them, them very yeah. good. Yeah. Danny wasn't evil until an episode and a half ago. And yeah, then exactly. she dies five minutes into this, and everybody, nobody mentions it ever again. That's it. No one. They exactly say, oh, well, two human beings are kind of upset about it, and that's they it. They said the chair's gone, so we need a new king mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. That's when everybody's predicting, like, oh, the Iron Throne will be destroyed. Every, the tacitly, they're predicting, oh, but then they'll just get a new one, and it's the same, and they like it. It's the same. Now, now they don't need an Iron Throne because Bran is always sitting on one. Right. Nice. Yeah. Be He's shitting on him. Like a toilet. It would be funny if it was a toilet. Like a human, like a... A like human a, porcelain toilet? Yeah, like a human one, but a modern one. Yeah. with Like one of the enhanced, like, Japanese toilet that has, like, games on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be really That'd be good. My, that's for King Dudubutt. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're anyway, King Dudubutt? I'm, yeah, Eddie, Eddie the Dudubutt. It yeah, would be Eddie. my king name. You know, I, am I Queen Butt? No, like, I, it's, that's my, like, title. Like how Tyrion kept saying Bran the Broken. Mm-hmm. What would your, like, like so queen... You're, you're King Doodoo? I would be King Eddie Colazzo. King Eddie Doodoo Butt Colazzo, first of his name. Yeah. That's, so your, your ass is, your ass that. is the brown eye that Arya's gonna close forever. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that one, sister. <laughs> I don't know. She left because she couldn't do it. It was the one thing would, she couldn't you would be, do. You'd be Queen Kim the producer. No, that's so boring. Ugh. Would you want to be, like, the spider? Would you want to be, like... Or would you want to be, like, Queen Alicent the Good? I mean, obviously I'd be an awesome fucking queen. Yeah. Queen Kim the Best. 
Queen Kim the Kim best. <laughs> you the best. Yeah. That's it. That's good. Um, let's get into it, Brooks. I believe you watched this one twice. I, I, I looked for an inside the episode on this one. Yeah, I, I did give you short. inside the episode duties for this one. Didn't have one on this one. Oh, okay. I mean, I was I was looking for it. I just couldn't find it on the internet. They did... HBO did upload a one-minute scene where the actor said goodbye, like, out of character, and that was it. <laughs> okay. It cool. was just Tormund being like, see ya. Anyways, Bye. a corpse gets second top billing in this episode. Yep. <laughs> Jimmy Latterman, first. <laughs> Anyways, hey, let's just get some questions off the top. Why was the Three-Eyed Raven sad about Bran? When was he sad about her? Remember when he died when the blue man uh, did a spin and stabbed him and he's like, leave me. And he's very sad when he just knew that Bran was going to be king and it was good. Because he knew that um, there would be theories that like Bran is the blood raven. And he was like, that's me, actually. And they didn't put my name in the script. And I wish they did. And Mm. now Bran Uh gets to be me. Okay, that makes sense. Second question. Why did Arya become a faceless man? No reason. Oh, this is actually... um, like very easy because yeah. they the D D actually like fucking hate magic and they only used it when they had to. But right. then they established that magic fucking exists, so mm-hmm. anytime you're not using magic, you're just fucking up. You're so mad that Varric Dondarian got fantasy points for using magic. <laughs> okay, that one that's bullshit. But I wasn't think I I was thinking of it more in actually being like English major man mm-hmm. of like establishing these elements and then never them never coming up again mm-hmm. right and in spending a whole season training to be a fucking shape-shifting check off stick like the least it from what we've seen in the show the thing she was actually trained the least was like killing mm-hmm. like she killed like three people yeah but she punched little fingers throat off in public during a trial and then, she, and then she became an assassin and and then walked into king's landing with her regular family. in the finale she sneaks up on john and it doesn't matter but like john's like oh and that's it. She didn't even sneak though. She was just walking. When when you walk in. <laughs> when you when you walk in. Hey, where where'd her horse go? It it remember when everyone was like, what does it mean? And it was literally just a horse. It was yeah. a horse that I guess she just put put in the stable and went back to walking around. And they showed her riding out of King's Landing and then the next episode she just It's like when John's it's a no, it's a parallel. It's good, because it's a parallel of when John forsook his vows and said and my watch has ended and left. And then, and then the, the next, next episode, episode he was there. there. I have a question. Okay. Do parents matter? Like, does parents and, like, lineage matter? No! No, well, Sam, being grandmaster who loves to have children, he that matters. Sam has two fucking kids. You can't do it if you do that, if you're a grandmaster. You can't do it. You can't do that. He's peeping Sam. He's peeping Sam, and he's got the biggest blanket in the entire king. He's wearing a big weighted blanket. And Bron knows how to read. Bron loves to read. The Master of Coin went from Littlefinger, who's, like, bad and with money and we shouldn't like it, to Bron, who's bad with money and we do like it. And we do like it. How how did Bran know Bron? He doesn't. The name is similar. It's just, they said, what characters do we know? Which which men do we know to give jobs to? It's like, Brooks, you're, um... Like your Warg from last week, it's like the Bran and the Brawn. It's like the it's an accent. He's the same guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Warg of the week. So Quiet Bran question. Two jobs. Mm. Why was John resurrected? Uh, I don't know. The 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 non funny answer is because it's what happened. It's going to happen in the books, and then they didn't think about it. I think that's still pretty funny. That's still kind of funny. <laughs> 
It was he was resurrected so that anytime when it was brought up and it didn't affect the plot, John could say like, "There's nothing there." Yeah, That's true. All that happened is that he learned that there's no god. I've seen it. There's no god in in the when magic happens through fire and I'm, and magic exists and the Lord of Light brought me back mm-hmm. to life. It's not there. But see, everybody would say like they would argue that question mm-hmm. why he was brought back mm-hmm. with oh he had to come back so he could like. Um, get everybody on Danny's side and and fight the night. Well, we know that's fucking bullshit because she became evil at the end. And like they're like, oh yeah, but he united the North to kill Ramsay. Famously, nobody joined him, and Sansa had to bring the veil. But okay, yeah, it was like they couldn't get enough Northmen to fight, so Sansa didn't tell him that the veil. They couldn't even get Robert Glover after. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, after after that happened, yeah, he's like, I'm I'm good down here, Chief. Yeah. Uh, so overall, a pretty great. So episode. pretty good episode. Eight out of ten. Probably a B plus to an A minus. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. say if I was in the experts review, I'd probably give it a B plus. Do you want to talk about how war is hell and talk about the episode? Yeah. Oh, yawning. Boring. Okay, so let's start us start us off. So Tyrion walks around and begins to determine that war might be hell. He's starting to believe it. Because there's still walking. He's when you walking. When you walking, there's some uh, mummy children, and there's a nude zombie man. And according to the showrunners, this is supposed to be a comparison to the nuclear bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay. And what, why wasn't the point of that? So, but we're told is the point of that. Not that they just wanted to test out nuclear weapons. Is that oh they wouldn't have surrendered if right the know, famous the famous happen. myth of oh we had to, to kill six figures of civilians yeah. But she killed everyone after they already did visibly surrender and stopped fighting. Right. So, just kind of noting that one. Yeah, this was fucking... This was Khaleesi, like, in the middle of World War II, going back to Britain and killing them for the Revolutionary War. <laughs> she likes it. Mm-hmm. She had to free them. Mm-hmm. So then um, Davos, who has no rank, is there, and he has no reaction to his hometown getting obliterated. And then Tyrion walks past the bell. Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> no, what's the bell? It, it's just, it's um, a symbol of revenge. It made her sicko mode. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Uh-huh. It's like, you know how when you when you hear sicko mode, and there's the begin after Drake stops talking, and it gets good, and, and you hear the mm-hmm. the, fi- the bells go, bwamp, 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 and then you yeah, just want to go ape shit? That's what it is. Anyways, Grey Worm's evil now. Grey Worm's evil and he loves to kill. Well, Grey Worm's a good guy. Torgo Nudo's bad. Oh, oh it's kind of like... Oh, a Jekyll and Hyde it's, it, I was going to say like a Marshall Mathers and a Slim Shady. <laughs> it's oh, his alter okay. ego. It's his alter ego. Like, yeah, Cheeseburger. Like Eminem is like, he's just doing a character of Slim Shady, who's the evil one. Ah. Uh-huh. That's why everyone's been calling him Torgo Nudo. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's evil now. Because so, it sounds foreign. Uh-huh. Um, friend of the show, Patrick, who's just Targaryen loyalist, who's just feeling great right now, <laughs> sending our love, um, did point out that every person of color on the show is now evil or dead. So thanks, thanks, David, for that one. Well, uh, well, if you looked at the end, you'd notice the Dothraki easily assimilate <laughs> into Westerosi society. <laughs> How could I forget? Like, they're just carrying, like, boxes on the docks. So. Sometimes when your blood of my blood, blood rider <laughs> leader is killed, you just say, I guess I'm assimilated now. I guess I'll guess I'll work. Oh, I'm gonna settle I'll down here dogs. across the Poison Sea. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Oh, there's they nowhere to consider... ride my horse here. I'm gonna live here. Do they consider the new Prince of Dorne to be like not white? Like well, is that had, like their he, token? He had no lines, so. Well, I'm just. Saying well, he said I. He doesn't have a name. He doesn't. He's the unnamed Prince of Dorne. He has Oberyn's robe though, so I respect him. Yeah, he he got his clothes. 
So okay. uh, Torgo Nudo is Torgo Evil, and um, he says, "Hey, every hey prisoners of war, I'm gonna murder you now, and I want 500 cheeseburgers." And then John shows up, <laughs> and he says, "Hey, they're prisoners of war. You shouldn't do that." And Torgo Nudo says, "The Queen's command was kill all who follow Cersei Lannister." Which where did he hear that? Was that she screamed from Drogon? Yeah, she texted him. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Davos is like, actually, John, we should let uh, Torgo Nudo do this and go talk to Khaleesi. And then Grey Worm executes them all evilly. Evil because he does it from behind with a knife. (laughs) Yeah, he kills them like Howland Reed. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so then what's what's cool is that these random Lannister soldiers have gotten a better redemption arc than Jaime. Yeah. Like, they die more sympathetically than Jaime Lannister does. Well, it only took 73 episodes, but mm. in the end, he did love his sister, so... Yeah. He said, those are his beliefs, and you gotta respect it. Kim, yeah, you were, cares you... about the small folk. Exactly. Who? Like, who cares? Who? who? Kim, you said that you uh, had some critiques about this episode, but how do you explain that knowing that in the next scene we get to see the floor map again? Um... Um... <laughs> it was... I guess for you guys it was good, for... <laughs> For Sam, like, I don't know how you fucking... Oh, Sam was losing it. He didn't even see it, probably. (laughs) And, uh... I Like, how... how I thought the floor map crumbled, but... No, it just got a crack in it. It's a metaphor. Yeah, and I like how in the end, like, toward the end, when they're all sitting around the table, Mm -hmm. I like how everything was pristine, and, Mm -hmm. like, there wasn't any, like, dust Mm -hmm. from, you know, the burning of the land. Mm Mm-hmm. That was good. Well, that was just one scene. To fix the room where the the important people sit. Yeah. I like how they had that water bottle, too. Yeah, luckily the aristocrat's house is fine at the end. That's good. Oh, of course. Yeah, really good. So Tyrion walks around, and he looks at all the rooms he used to have good scenes in when Tywin was alive. And then, (laughs) I guess just like his sibling sense starts tingling, and he takes a torch into the basement. And, and what does he find but 12 bricks? He finds 12 bricks. He finds the rubble blockade, and he just goes through it, even though Jamie and Cersei couldn't. Yep. And then he walks on the regular ground until he finds, like, a 5 by 5 square of bricks. That fell directly on top of them. There they go, side of the road. And what does he see sticking out of the bricks? He sees the golden hand. <laughs> the one that Jamie was waving. It was Yeah, Jamie's going it. boy with his hand. And, <laughs> and it's so, Jake- like, the rubble is up to Tyrion's knees. Yeah. Like, I know that, I know that a science side of Pigot, don't be mad. I know that if a brick falls on your head from 20 feet, you'll probably die. But it's just, there's so few bricks. It's yeah. not them. And it's just in that one, it's like in cartoons, you know, when like, there's a rain cloud just like and above one. And it's just one. above you. Yeah. That's what happened. That's the part that collapsed. Genuinely, if they move 10 feet to the left, they would be alive. They would be fine. And they're all like, pretty small chunks of brick. Yeah. Not like an entire floor that just comes down. Uh huh. They're individual discrete bricks, and they look pretty good for have dying in like collapsed chaos. Yeah. Also, yeah. Jamie and Cersei are like not squished at all. Yeah. They, yeah. they just look sick. Yeah. Like their eyes should have been exploding out of their head, but yeah. Why would they do that to them? But he's but he he takes some he takes the twelve bricks, uh, puts them in his pocket for later, and then he gets sad because he remembers that Cersei was penguin. <laughs> Cer- Cersei was penguin. <laughs> Cersei was Gorgeist, and he remembers it. So. <laughs> And he wanted another evil nephew or niece. Uh huh. And then he he picks up. Okay, I have a question. He picks up a rock and like smashes it in his grief. 
Orson Lannister. Do you think that, to me, that seems like an Orson, and like, Jamie and Cersei get crushed by rocks to death, which is how Orson would kill Beatles for no reason. I genuinely feel like that was an Orson Lannister reference. It has to be an Orson Lannister reference, because it's a moment they shared together. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like they're in a fucking foam pit in a trampoline place. I, I have a question, though. Was Cersei double pretzel? You thought she was... You think that Euron curved the sperm bullet around Jamie's? Yeah, so she got double Gregante with Jamie and Euron's baby. It's possible. It'd be so sick if there was no baby. (laughs) It never, like, happened. Like, nothing ever came of it. It would be so sick if just, like, a normal, alive three-year-old just, like, crawled out of the rubble and was like, hey, what's up? What's up? I'm here. (laughs) My name's Jamie Euron. Hey, what I miss? Yeah. (laughs) It's, oh, and then uh, Tyrion activates um, acting lessons, and he, he he tries to cry very hard. He tries he yeah. tries as hard as Lena Headey does. It's really good. Yeah. For people who didn't really uh, treat him very well mm-hmm. while they were alive. So kind of like, it, everyone just kind of had the whole Lannister family, just negative character development. Just negative? Uh, well, this is the episode where they stop being the main characters, finally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I in the final five minutes, the Starks finally become main characters. They're the main characters now, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then in the last part, Tyrion uh, picks up the 13th brick on, uh, on top of Jamie, and he finds a note that says, uh, To Tyrion, in case I die, here's my will, and here's what happened to Tysha. Tysha, just so you know, by the way. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It's important for you. Y'all want to... Uh, so, you, you want to talk about um, the famous racism calls of the Dothraki next? Yeah. Yeah, we love to hear it. So Arya is walking around without a horse, and she goes to hear the racism calls of the Dothraki, who get no <laughs> translations, unlike people who speak Higher Valyrian. It's good. Yeah, n- nothing for us on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're probably just saying we love it. Like, yeah, they're yeah. yeah. When I love it, I say I I I I, I over and over <laughs> again. Mm. And I was saying that all episode. So John walks yeah. up to the big King's Landing stairs, and there's a huge Targaryen flag. There's a huge Targaryen flag, and there are 10,000 unsullied. Did Robert just kept the flag in case he ever got overthrown? In case, yeah, he threw it in the, the, where all the dragon heads live. And there's a bill, yeah, there's a billion unsullied. There's a lot. There's like a whole, and it's when she went to talk to Cersei, like, two episodes ago, she's like, oh, I'll just bring like a little handful, but. And, and how many, um, times mm-hmm. have passed by since blowing up the city and talking to the city like how many how long we have no idea they I mean, like days they years. like that it, it's blown up this time i'm led to believe that so that the talking to the million unsullied was like shortly after destroying the city but she literally Tyrion, lands and then walks out but then later Tyrion's like i've been a prisoner for two weeks yeah so like we don't know how much time passes in this episode yeah. It's kind of a theme, if there was one. Probably. It is, yeah, it's bittersweet. Um, mm-hmm. Did you did you all like the scene where Khaleesi walks out and there's dragon wings behind her? Oh, yeah. Uh, Symbolism. Dark angel Khaleesi. This should be shown in every film. Yeah, yeah one perfect shot. Fucking, if you've never watched a fucking movie before. John <laughs> could literally get down on all fours and snarl like a wolf, and those people would be like, ah, it's a great metaphor of John being a wolf. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's literally the level of, like, someone standing in the middle, and then a character, like, on either side of them, and one is saying something good, and the other is saying something evil. Uh-huh. And it's like, hmm, does this mean anything? Mm-hmm. Do you think this has deeper meaning? Sansa is standing up, which is a metaphor for her standing up for herself. Damn. <laughs> I wonder if Bran could do that. <laughs> don't be rude. I don't like Bran. <laughs> That's treason. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of treason to say that. Good, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Khaleesi walks out, and she has perfect hair after riding on a dragon for eight hours, and she talks mm-hmm. to her Dothraki people. And she uses Drogo's like exact said, did phrasing. Did you like when she said Vintervel? She did say Vintervel, which is High Valyrian for Winterfell. Yeah. I almost couldn't understand her when she said it. Yeah, it was very difficult. It was good. Mm-hmm. She said, So she says, like, Drogo's exact phrasing about we tore down their stone houses. Leaves out the rape and slavery part, but that's okay. Mm. And then she says, hello, Torgo Nudo. You were brave. See so your commander now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're the master of war. How, How did do- everybody hear her? How does she know Cersei's dead? She was on Skype. Yeah, I don't know how she knows that Cersei is dead. It's easy to to like not have time to think through that think through that though because immediately after that she says Dova Gary and I start clapping like a seal because they go huh! and they start like slamming their, did, their spears. On did the floor. Daenerys know that Cersei was pregnant? Pro- probably, but because Tyrion did say it when he was talking very loud, standing mm-hmm. at the bottom of the place that was supposed to be King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm sure Tyrion yeah. told her that Cersei's Mario Kart. Yeah. It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> so there's, like, some cool fascist imagery that Daenerys does for 20 minutes, and they love mm-hmm. it. And um, we learn that she's not done fighting, and she w- she will go all the way to the Jade Sea to break the wheel. Uh-huh. So do y'all think that she's lying here, or she's the Joker, or she thinks she's actually going to, like, sol- suffer, stop suffering children there, or... I... Uh, f- fucking whatever. Like, I believe that she would have done that but because now she's like completely unself-aware and she's like yes i'm doing good by killing everyone i was thinking about that maybe daenerys didn't just couldn't see what was happening below her because drogon's really big uh-huh so she didn't know what drogon was doing and when he was killing five hundred thousand people so he, he Drogon's was, the evil one. She was she was watching the like four kids version, and he was shooting like freedom juice at all the, oh. <laughs> all the mm-hmm. civilians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. I was trying to think of a, a funny way to trying to think of a funny way to make that phrase be about sperm. So okay. we'll um, yeah, we'll come back to it. So Tyrion walks up to her, and it seems like he's going to push her down the stairs. He, and, just throw, he throws his his pin instead. Yeah, he says, Talisi, "Hey, Khaleesi, you did. Uh, uh, I did treason at you. Here's my pin." Oh my god, this episode is so fucking long. It's, it's so really long good. And so boring. Um, everybody was losing their minds in the chat because uh, the Unsullied were like tamping their spears against the soft yeah, earth. The soft earth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then they they stop, and then Arya teleports behind John and says. Nothing personal. Hey, I hate my sister. <laughs> she's, first she says, I hate my sister. And then she says, I know a killer when I see one. She said she hates her sister? She said something mean about Sansa. Yeah, she's like, tell it to Sansa that Danny's the queen. I hate stupid. Then she says, I know a killer when I see one. As if all of us didn't see her destroy an entire city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She used her assassin skills to deduce that one. Mm-hmm. Did she use her assassin skills to get right up next to John when she was at the bottom of the steps before? Yeah. She used her assassin okay. skills to build a boat immediately. And put a big Stark flag on it. She turned the horse into a boat. She put a boat's face on the horse. She did. She knows. She, she has the new techniques. Oh, wow. She's great. Mm-hmm. And then John goes to talk to Tyrion in a fucking garage somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, do you have notes on his 20-minute speech? Yeah, I have the I, the full quote. It's my new Facebook favorite quote section. It's epic. Okay. What do we got? 
he's just talking about how he betrayed his closest friend Varys, and now his ashes were right. And then John says, "There's no God. There's no life after death." And then uh, Tyrion's like, "Hey, did you know that she wants to do world domination now?" Um, she he talks about it's really bad. He talks about how like she liberated Slavers Bay and King's Landing, and that was good. And now she's going to keep going until she rules everybody. So basically, what D and D are saying here. Um, is that overthrowing slave owners is a slippery slope that leads to evil, which is just cool yeah. commentary from from the makers of Confederate. Something to think about to yeah, me. It just it's, it starts there, and then the next thing you know, you're burning babies in the streets. Yeah. So uh, these kind of things. So John says, "Hey, you're not Tywin's son," which is the opposite of Tyrion's arc. And then uh, mm-hmm. John says that uh, Khaleesi's not her dad, even though she's killed more people than Eris ever did. Never in uh, yeah. John calls Rhaegal her dragon, so cool. Um, and then Tyrion's like, "John, you're a good guy. You're, you wouldn't have killed five hundred thousand people." Oh, and then John Tyrion's in love with Khaleesi. Stupid. Did you did you see oh, Tyrion, that? Tyrion's in love with Khaleesi. He said he loved her. Yeah, yeah. I, I not, couldn't. Not as much as John. I couldn't make her come like you could, sir. But I is did that, love her. Is that why he stood outside on the boat? Yeah, genuinely, <laughs> yes. It's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. He was like, "I loved her," mm-hmm. and I'm glad that came up a lot. But that was a problem. So then he says love is the death of duty for some reason, and Tyrion thinks it's deep that he says the opposite version of it, even though that's what the <laughs> saying means. I like that the first thing Tyrion says is like, did you think of that? And he's like, no, Mr. Raymond told me. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who? So John's like, she's my queen, I've seen her, and then that's <laughs> it. That's it. And then he goes and he walks over to Daenerys, and Tyrion's like, you have to choose to kill her. And then he goes to see Daenerys in the House of the Undying Room. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is also where it's snowing outside for one scene. It's snowing outside for one scene, and then Drogon, Drogon wakes up like he's a Dark Souls boss. Drogon's been like, buried alive under snow ash. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, smells John and lets him through. Well, Drogon he backed smells. off because he saw how John handled Viserion. He was like, oh, don't yell at me. Oh, God. Yeah, he's like, oh, please don't scream at me. <laughs> please, God. <laughs> so he lets him through with no problem. So this is when John goes to visit Dan. Dan- yeah, they go into the yeah. broken throne room. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do remember saying to you, Eddie, that I thought it was very, like, beautifully shot. I mean, it, like, the show looks good. Yeah. yeah. It was, it like, was, like, pretty. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's all it has. And gray. Like, yeah. It's, like, all it has is, like, the the visuals and the music. Like, like that was, a like, a very iconic moment to see her walking up to the throne, uh-huh. I feel like. As much as it's, it's a criticized show, I feel like that was a very nice scene to mm-hmm. see. But, but then it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she touched it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ever sit in it, though. Sad. Right. And then John mm-hmm. had to say something. Mm-hmm. It's so up. good, because, like, she starts monologuing, like, in, like, good guy Daenerys voice. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, Viserys said that there used to, there were a thousand swords on here, but I was stupid. And I couldn't count to twenty, and I'm baby. She does this count. She establishes this count to twenty thing, and then says it like four times. I think she scene. just honestly still can't count to twenty. <laughs> yeah. I nobody think she just wanted nobody him taught to, her. Like, yeah. Like, know that fact about her? Know it and, like, accept her. Uh-huh. And I yeah. cannot stress enough the moral of the story is not that there are 20 swords. It's actually that there are a thousand, but her little girl brain imagined it differently. Mm-hmm. Even though. So, the canon that we made fun of about how Littlefinger told Varys, like, I spent hours counting the number of eight swords on the throne. Yep. There's literally a thousand, even though there's clearly, like, ten of them. Yeah. It's, it's so like good. Words. We love it. It's just a big fuck you to the people who thought the throne should look the cool way it does in the book. Mm-hmm. 
And it's the last time they'll be mean to people who have read the books in this episode. That's true. So I think D- Danny knows about Ollie in this scene. I'm not kidding. How? So she says, like, when John's like, hey, you should stop them from executing children. And Danny's like, no, this is my character. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is um, She says, Tyrion conspired behind my back with my enemies. How have you treated people who've done the same to you, even when it broke your heart? Who could that be but Ollie? I, I don't. He doesn't remember. Who, you mean Uncle Benjamin? Right. When when Benjamin conspired with the children of the forest to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they talk about they bas- they genuinely just use Pigot voice in their final conversation. Danny's like, "It'll be a good world." How do you know? Because we love to see it. Because yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I w- while I was watching this, like I knew what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but. I don't know if I told you this, Eddie, but it felt like they were still going to drag it out. Like, he was going to, like, kiss her and be like, you're my queen. He did say you're my queen. Yeah, he (laughs) said you're my queen. And I thought, like, they were going to cut away. Hmm. And that he would go away and somebody would still have to convince him, like, yo, (laughs) bitch. Yeah. Kill her. Bronwood sniper with a crossbow. Right. Didn't happen. Can you believe that Daenerman Targaryen's last word is, we break the wheel together? That's really good. And also, John is like... John knows the last words of the television series Game of Thrones. It was the brothel thing, wasn't it? It was going into a brothel with a honeycomb man and donkey. Oh, funny sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is all cocks in the end. That was the last. That was the very last spoken line. In but then they TV go series. over to Jon Snow. No, but he doesn't say anything. Nobody said anything. Nobody says anything. What were you going to say, Brooks? This is so. John walks into this knowing that he's going to kill Khaleesi. Dude's a fucking freak, because he's, like, he makes out with her because he needs one last taste, and then stabs her, and then, like, kisses her more. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird, dude. He likes to do it. Oh, she yeah. also, he he gets her in the Ario Hota spot. Yeah, where the, the immediate weakness point. She fucking dies immediately. Yeah. And one little dribble of blood out of her nose and mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. John becomes a Kingslayer and a Kinslayer in one second, and exactly two people are mad at him. Yep. When they see you have to go away. It's Yara Greyjoy and Torgo Nudo are the only Torgo people who Nudo don't like it. Torgo Nudo's mad. You remember when his first love died in his arms and then his second woman died in his arms? You know how the Did series they? ends with Jon Snow, like, going north of the wall because it's, like, the most... Is there, like, some sort of formative experience north of the wall that, like, happened where he, he likes it there or something? Would have been cool for them to... Where, where that would be, like, a punishment for him to go there? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Has he ever been north of the wall? I don't think John has ever been north of the No, because he, he went with Gendry on the field trip. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. When they went to the fucking Liberty Science Center. To uh, yeah, when, he, when he fought Carl Tanner, who could forget. <laughs> they went Got to it. the Mutter Museum in Philadelphia, and they said, yuck, and then they went home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is gross. There's a person made out of soap. There is a person made out of soap there. Yeah? It would be really funny no, if I last think season... body turned into soap. It would be funny if last season they're like, look, Cersei, this guy's made out of soap. And she's like, gross, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah check out my map, though. That once. Would have the same effect. Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, Daenerys dies, for those of you who don't watch the show. Yeah, yeah John. Jon Snow kills da- Daenerys. Even though yeah. they were... So they were, like, spooning and kissing and hugging, and somehow Jon stabs her in the front. Arya taught him. It only makes sense if he hid the dagger in one of his chest dagger wounds and then just pushed it out. He, he went home <laughs> and he fired it out. And then Drogon's there. Yeah, how did Dro- like does Drogon know everything? I have a yeah word theory? four words for you. Warg of the week. It, it Warg of the week. So maybe we'll find out later how Somebody dr- kill me. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> 
maybe we'll learn Drogon's motivations when we reach the Warg of the Week section. Uh-huh. Remember how Drogon never grieved for his brothers, but now he knows that the throne is a metaphor and he hates he it? He said about his mom dying, and he knows that the throne is a metaphor and he hates it. I, I, I didn't... Like, I can't say that I hated, like, that scene of John kissing her and then stabbing her. Like, I didn't hate but it. But you like seeing people kiss. Right. <laughs> and But what I did hate was the next few minutes mm-hmm. of Drogon, mm-hmm. like, acting like a fucking alpha. Like... <laughs> I'm going to blow up everything. He did so make he, a sad crying noise that did move me briefly. He did. and then, But he doesn't... So Drogon flies in. and I ha, felt how bad does, for Drogon because now he's got no mom. How does he ain't Drogon, got no dicky. What, no what does Drogon sound like? Um, Don't do it. He flies in and he says... Have you ever read <laughs> Foucault? And then he okay. Like, and then he like burns the throne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear that part. He said, have you ever read Foucault? Yeah, he's fucking Tom Waits. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm off to go to this. What I didn't like was that. He's he taking her so that she can go it. get a haircut and get resurrected with no consequences. <laughs> so technically, nobody knows that she died. Right! I know. I'm Drogon. But, like, Drogon takes her away. Right. John should should go outside and be like, uh, hey, Torgo, weird. Uh, Khaleesi said she needed to go to, like, Ulthos for a while. She said I'm king until she gets back, though. Khaleesi flew away. (laughs) Khaleesi decided she didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, Khaleesi said I'm about to head out. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Mr. Targaryen. (laughs) All right, Mr. Nudo. (laughs) What that means, (laughs) what that means is John admitted that he killed her. Yeah. He yeah, cannot tell a lie, stupid. famously. He's he, a fucking he, he, idiot. If this was me, like, I would have been like, uh, the, the, like, you have the perfect alibi. Absolutely. Like, you could be like, yeah, she sat on the chair, and then Drogon got mad and burned it up. Yeah. Yeah. I was there, I seen it. Or I was nowhere to be found. So if anyone, I don't know where the bitch went. If anyone didn't watch, literally what happens in the scene is Dro- Drogon flies up, He's sad because his mama died, and he knows. And then he looks at Jon Snow, and he breathes fire on the Game of Thrones chair, and he burns it up into a crisp, and it becomes molten magma, liquid hot magma. And then he grabs Khaleesi in his claws, and he flies away. He does Bambi with Khaleesi a little bit, and then flies Uh her away. Did, um, did he aim the fire at Jon? No. He was gonna, and then at the last second he moved it, and Jon wasn't burnt by the by, like, the six inches away dragon fire, because nobody ever is. Well, he's a Targaryen, so... That's yeah. true, he's a Targaryen. So he didn't burn his hand in season one. That's why it matters that he's a Targaryen. Because he would have gotten, like, his eyebrows singed otherwise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was just wondering if that would have been, like, a quick little story just to prove that he was a Targaryen. But but not all Targaryens are immune to fire. Actually, none of them are. <laughs> so, so Yeah, I'm beginning to think that none of them are. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did... Daenerys do it in season one. Like, magic. How'd she have magic? Like, it was like a miracle. That's what George told us. He told you? It, like, he yeah, it. Miltos told me. <laughs> Miltos oh, told me. Oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to talk about Tyrion now? No, before we talk about Tyrion. I don't want to talk oh, about yeah. anything. Can we check in with the, the Patreon? Yeah. Money. Dot com slash postgame. Let's check in with Braun, the master of coin. The master of coin. 
Um, you can donate to us there. At $1 a month, you gain access to all of our bonus content, such as Carry Me Home, that I do with producer Kim. Hey! We're going to need to do that soon, because next weekend is Yeah, we're going to watch birthday. Christmas Carol. We're going to watch Christmas Kiss Carol. No, we're not. We're watching The Grinch again. We're watching The Grinch again. We're watching Ginch. Ginch. We're watching Ginch, and we'll see... We'll put Ginch on the list twice, and we'll see which one gets above the other one. This one, for sure. This one, for sure. And I also do uh, Words and Deeds with Brooks, where we talk about Metal Gear. Uh, where's it eat? Snake! Um, we finished Metal Gear Solid 3, and, and next time we're going to talk about uh, the Shadow Moses incident, Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm-hmm. So, tune in for that. Um, at $5 a month, you'll get a special shout-out in episodes. Um, this episode's special user is our newest $5 donor, uh, Skyla Otero. Hopefully I said that right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and also at $5, you can send in a message for us to read. Um, I think we have, we have a couple. They're in various forms. And they're- You have 69 patrons. Do we? Thank you! You have have 69 patrons. Oh, that was someone commenting when we had 69 patrons. Oh, okay. We we have more than 69 patrons. Oh, Um, this one comes in from, uh, let's see... Caroline Savage on Patreon. Oh, friend of the show. Let me just go through this one. Hey, boys, I hope the show is good. I'm using my Patreon message to broadcast the following details from David Benioff's father's Wikipedia and thus ensure they are forever preserved in the podcast of record. (laughs) Wait, wait, who's David Benioff's father? Um, Well, I'm about to tell you. From 1987 until November 1990, Stephen Friedman was the co-chief operating officer and either co-chairman or chairman of Goldman Sachs between 1990 and 1994. (laughs) Friedman rejoined the board of Goldman in April 2005 and stepped down from serving on the board on May 22, 2013. Friedman was the chairman of the New York Federal Reserve Board, a body which implements the Wall Street policies of the Federal Reserve during a period of immense financial market upheaval from January 2008 until May 7, 2009. Well, nothing happened during that time. It's whatever. Friedman was criticized for seemingly benefiting from his role as chair of the New York Fed branch due to the federal government's aid to Goldman Sachs in recent months. On October 27, 2005, Friedman was asked by President George W. Bush to to replace Brent Stalcroft as the chairman of President's Foreign Intelligence Advisory Board. Children, three, including David. (laughs) So. My famous son, David. My Mm -hmm. famous son, David. So, um, there's that. Thank you, Caroline. Yeah, thank you, Stephen Friedman. Sneaky I heard that um, that he's going to do a Star Wars. They're going to do three Star Wars. Is he going to do Star Trek too? Probably. There's no difference, right? There's no themes in Star Trek at all. No. From what I know of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at $10 a month, you get all that plus special user status in Discord, and we'll make a Fire Pro Monster when we do Fire Pro Wrestling streams. What if, championship wrestling. What if he makes Amelia Clark and, and Kit Harrington like the, the stars of the movie? I would no, like I to I see them act, you know? I guess we gotta see it then. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back into the episode. Inside anyway. the episode, you might say. God, I wish we I gotta could watch be inside that the episode. <laughs> yeah, we gotta find it. It's on YouTube. They didn't do it. Really. Oh, they didn't? Yeah. So Tyrion has a beard now to show that time has passed. <laughs> it's bigger now. John had a big beard, too. He did yeah, have he a did. big beard, and he let his hair down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Alex Leafcrunch had a very funny joke about this scene. Uh-huh. Um, she said, uh, Tyrion at the Constitutional Convention goes and proposes a new form of government. What? <laughs> because he just decides to... to... I know. <laughs> oh, the famous, uh, uh, I've never heard Hamilton. So... Never heard him, yeah. They go to the Dragon Pit, and Tyrion says, I demand trial by King's Moot, because it's not yep. his trial anymore, I guess. 
Great. Torgo Nudo brings him out and he says, Tyrion's on trial. And he says, what if I pick the king? <laughs> and Torgo Nudo says, I'm going to allow this. Oh, okay, he says. He, when I I don't I I I I don't. Are get, you Dothraki? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't understand why Grey Worm has all the power. One, uh, and I do right. not understand why Grey Worm didn't just kill John. When would Grey Worm allow John, who admitted that he killed Daenerys? Mm-hmm. You know, the queen, his mm-hmm. queen. You are my queen. When when would Grey Worm just let that happen? Well, he read the script. But I'm saying Grey Worm went and killed the Lannister army men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they weren't named For char- Daenerys. They, they weren't main characters. It makes no sense. No. Would it have been better if he had just killed him? If he I don't think like, it would have been sick. I don't think Got it's it. fair to say that this scene doesn't make sense when there are four characters whose names we don't know. And we've yeah, never seen before. Yeah. Except Sweet Robin. Why? So so Tyrion, he's like, okay, this is a trial for Tyrion. And then Tyrion says, what if there was a king? And like, there's like nine people there and five of them are like Starks. Like mm-hmm. Stark affiliated. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are Sam, Arya, and Brienne there other than we're characters? Why is Davos there? Why is Davos there? He has no title. He's like, even like, ha I don't even know if I get a vote. And it's like, ah, oh, awesome, dude. Oh, they, because then they would have had to pay, like, the people they're just introducing to be, like, lords of the fucking Reach or whatever as, like, actors. So they, Why does Sweet Robin that. still need to be, like, fostered by Jan Royce when Bran can be king? Sweet Robin is shredded. He's my handsome yeah. grandson. He looks great. <laughs> he did look pretty good. And it's the same actor? It's the same actor. Oh, it's Lena. We love him. He's a big boy. He Got was, milk? He was a big boy. Mm-hmm. There's literally four people. So, like, there's Sweet Robin and the Prince of Dorne, but there's four people who we've never seen before who never get any names. It's just, like, unnamed lord in the credits. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's Famously, good. in Game of Thrones, there's a lot of characters who you have to keep track of. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, it lists Toby Osmond as the unnamed Prince of Dorne, Andrew Bicknell as an unnamed lord, and Michael Benberg as an unnamed lord. Did you hear that so. the the new Prince of Dorne like studied Oberyn tape to try to figure out how to be like him, like to how to sit like Oberyn would? Yeah, just so he could say I like Oberyn. Well, I guess Oberyn doesn't have... have eyes, so that makes sense. Where are the week? Foreshadow. He did have a very Oberyn posture, which is how everyone in Dorne famously sits. That's yeah, it's the robe. It's it's asymmetrical. It makes you sit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Davos is the king now, and he says, <laughs> Davos says, hey, Torgo Nudo, I, am I saying that right? Funny racism. Am I saying that right, Anyways, thank you for your hard work. Every, nobody lives in the Reach anymore, <laughs> so all How of the Unsullied should go there and start families. Yeah, go, go go foster your family tree in the Reach where no one lives. Hey, remember Sam's mother and sister? Guess no. you live in, sorry, sorry, Melissa Tarly, guess you live in the Unsullied's house now. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is literally oh, there, and he says yeah. nothing. Um, yeah, Sam, he, he... Hey, what happened to Heartsbane? Did anybody go pick up Jorah's sword? Did anyone get Jorah's sword? Remember three episodes ago when Khaleesi was fighting the dead because she was a good guy? <laughs> Khaleesi went fucking sick. We should have known she'd go sickle mode. She was... <laughs> Can you imagine if the next Nightman, instead of making ice spears, he made ice bells? Oh... Don't even get me started. There's oh. four prequels and spinoffs in production, and I'm beginning to think I know where they're going with this. Well, somebody's a sleepy boy. Don't worry, the climax of the, the episode is coming. It's okay, not just boring the rest of it. 
Sorry, I'm just getting so excited. Thinking I about know. So Grey Worm's like, I don't want a house. I want justice, and I'm never going to Narth. I'm staying here. And then uh, he says, Tyrion, you're not here to speak. And he's he like Grey Worm yells at Tyrion more angrily than we've ever seen him yell. Huh. And then Tyrion, Tyrion just says, "You don't mind if I speak?" Tyrion just repeats himself, and then Grey Worm just allows it. Mm-hmm. And he says, "John's fate is for the king or queen to decide. So let's choose a king." And Grey Worm literally is just like, "Awesome, pick him then." Awesome, get get one. Hey, 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 hey! Tyrion is thought to have killed Joffrey and Tywin. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why does Fine. anybody? And also, like the the uh, 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 structural ableism. Why does anybody in the city like him? He's a main character. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's a main character. And Edmure Tully gets up and he says, I don't know where my wife Rosalind Frey is. It's probably hard to explain. Mm-hmm. And he has and big experience. Sansa, Sansa gets to be mean to him because everyone remembers who Edmure Tully is. Yeah, and Sansa's famously mean and she says, S- uh, sit down, you're owned. Mm-hmm. And then he, and does, he does, he, he, sits, he hits, hits his sword on the pole. It's kind of funny. It's series wrap on Edmure on that one. Yeah, he's done. And, uh, fucking Sam's like, hey, what if democracy was good? And, uh, everybody laughs. He says, y'all heard of democracy? And everyone laughs at him. Oh, yeah. Edmure's last line is actually, unironically, I think dogs should vote. It is. (laughs) It's good. So then everybody waits to see who Tyrion will pick as king. And he tells a story about how D&D Star Wars is the most important thing to ever be made. We- weird for the writers of, uh, suddenly to be like, stories are the most powerful. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he became like any journalist after Trump was elected, where he's like, our job yeah. is the most important thing in the world. Y- yeah. <laughs> and then he says- and He says, says Bran- so, Tyrion says stories are the most powerful, and Bran has the best story. In a room with the fucking shapeshifter assassin. Mm-hmm. And, like, a tall lady. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you, Sweet Robin's story is not much worse than Bran's. It's, Bran mean, wasn't even in season five. The guy who famously wasn't see. in an entire season has uh, the best story. Bran needed his bangs trimmed. He couldn't see he anything. He keeps calling him Bran the Broken, and everyone calls him that. And then everyone says, "Let's stand up and clap for Bran." Well, wait, don't well, don't forget. He does say, "Who has a better story than Bran the Broken?" He's our memory, which is what the Three-Eyed Raven is now. And then Sansa interrupts and says, "Bran's dick don't work." <laughs> Sansa tells everyone Bran's dick don't work. Yeah, how does she know? She she knows. Uh, she's seen him, and Tyrion <laughs> says, uh, "That's good because heirs can be bad." It's bad to have heirs. So he says, let's, okay, here's the perfect centrist compromise. We'll still have a king, but you get to pick him. Mm-hmm. And everyone I, says, sounds good to me, Chief. Listen, I I'm, love, I love it. I'm not a monarchist. Uh-huh. I hope you know this about me. Unless it's but, dance, but go off. Well, that's, it's, it's like the show. It's monarchy's good if there's a good person in charge. Mm-hmm. Being her- hereditary is kind of the only stabilizing thing about monarchy. Like yeah, kind of the main thing about it. Kind of that's the one, and it, it's even it's imperfect. Read Fire and Blood; it's not very perfect. But the fact that they're just going to show up and everybody's going to vote unanimously about a weird a weird wizard kid every time. I don't think it's going to. Well, you see, you see, Brooks, you're applying like traditional like feudalistic like right. I'm reading about like the War like, of the Roses and shit. Yeah, and you're using like events to like base your opinions, and what happens that will true. happen. Is that everyone? Only the good guys will be rulers now, and they'll. All be it's like nice. it's like how George R. R. Martin said that he famously liked how the Lord of the Rings ended with the with the king just ruling wisely forever with no details. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, he's so sneezy. 
Also, that everybody claps that Tyrion invented this thing that is not new, because, like, mm-hmm. John and Rob were made king in the North like this. John yeah, they, literally... A, John Yara won Lord Commander in a involved, ballot election. Yara was involved in a king's mood. <laughs> she was, like, a, a, like running in it. Yeah! Oh, it's so good. And then, so, Tyrion's like, it's good that uh, Bran doesn't care about power. Um, and he says, hey, Bran, do you want this? And Bran says, why do you think I came all this way? Let's unpack this. <laughs> so Bran knew. Bran personally murdered Hodor. Mm-hmm. He let Theon mm-hmm. die. He let thousands mm-hmm. of Dothraki, Northmen, and Unsullied die. He doomed Missandei and Rhaegal. Mm-hmm. Also that he can be king. But fucking when Stannis says, hey, I kind of deserve that thing that Joffrey stole from me, he's the most evil fucking guy in the series for you, having ambition. You know why? Because Stannis was using the, like, established rules of the feudal system. Right, he made my mistake of following He made your rules. mistake of using brain. Right. What you're supposed to do is say Bran is good and then clap. See, Stannis's mistake was he appeared in season five where they made him evil, whereas Bran oh. just decided to not be in that he season. He wasn't in that season. In season five, it was the turning point. That's yeah. that's when you're evil or you're not evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... So, um, unless I'm skipping over everything, then I think everyone goes, let's vote for Bran, and everyone says yes. Except, except for Sansa. S- Salsa, who says, well, now that um, the heir to Winterfell and a Stark <laughs> is king, I think the North wants to be independent and not be under that type of rule. And he says, okay. And then Yara of the Iron Islands, an unnamed Prince of Dorne of Dorne, say nothing. Weak men will never rule Dorne again. Anyways, the next ruler is a guy who goes and gives I up. I am Obata Sand! <laughs> Fuck, dude, you sure are. And Dorne has the biggest army in the realm, but they, he immediately bends the knee. And why didn't Ned in season one just ask Robert to be independent? He should just well, again, what was Robert doing? One, he was evil, because Robert's rebellion was based on a lie. But he was and right, because Khaleesi was, like, was evil. He was doing what a king So he's he's do. bittersweet. That's what that means. He's, bit- he's bittersweet because he was like kind of like there were even though he didn't like it there were these like kind of complex things would happen that like say if he let his friend Ned Stark and his whole north kind of secede from the Seven Kingdoms that might cause other problems oh, with the oh, people oh. who rule. But luckily no one rules anyway. Yeah, I'm seeing your mis- your mistake in that cuz you're thinking that Oh, you, there's a there's hundreds of years of history of like the small folk like uh, fomenting rebellions against kings that they don't like, but uh-huh. there's just no more small folk. Khaleesi there's got no them more all. Small folk, they're all gone because the Unsullied can have a house now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, he's Lord of the Six Kingdoms now. The Six Kingdoms, and and everyone says this is gonna it, will this fuck up with the whole like seven motif that runs through the series? And then uh, Gendry says, "What's motif mean?" And then. Yeah, and everybody laughs. Why didn't they... They could have called him fucking Bran the Raven, Bran the Wolf, Bran the... Fucking call him it, Bran the Builder! It, he's rebuilding see, the realm! This, this is the fucking thing I hate about this show the most, is that they... Like, if you look uh, Brienne on her, like, Bransguard uniform, there's, like, a <laughs> raven, like, embossed in it, and it yeah. looks cool, but his name is Bran the Broken, and that's what Tyrion decided. Like, Call him fucking be- Bran the Bittersweet. Like, whatever. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, so Kim, how do you feel about Bran being king? I don't feel. Bran king. You don't really feel anymore, much like Bran. Hey, remember what? when the last whole last two seasons, Bran has been saying that he's not Bran anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, now he's Bran. Yeah. He's Bran now. Kind of like how Arya was no one. But uh. then she wasn't. Until she was, and then she wasn't. She says, I'm Arya Stark of Winterfell, and then she's no one. Mm-hmm. Remember the yeah. fake thing that all the fans who still tried to like the show was like, everybody said that no one could kill the Night King. 
Yep. No one said that. <laughs> no that one never, said that. That was never spoken. Much like the Night King, rest in peace. Yeah. He'd we better fucking speak day. in the prequel. He will. He'll he will. be back. You think he will be? He better be or I'm not watching. Well, what's like the the idea of the prequel? Yeah, listen. If 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 y'all want more Pigot, you have to send letters to HBO telling them that the Night King must speak. It's the only way we're doing more. It's the only way we're going to do more. Okay. I'll send all those letters. Let him speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Bran says, hey, Tyrion, you're going to be the hand again. Torgo Nudo will love this. And Tyrion says, I don't want to. And then Bran says, me neither. He says, okay. He does try to pawn Davos off at ha- as hand, which is pretty good. Please take my <laughs> annoying friend who I hate and who won't go away and pretend that he has power. Uh-huh. We love it. So Grey Worm's like, it's not enough. And then John's in the dungeon and time has passed and he has old hair now. Mm-hmm. And then Bran says, John, you're going to the Night's Watch. And John, funny, says, there's still a Night's Watch? Do you get it? It's like when no one knew who the, like, Lord of Storm's End was. Because we can just take funny things we don't talk about and make it... Funny lampshade. Tyrion says, it's a bittersweet ending because you can't have wife. But uh, (laughs) the world needs a place for bastards and broken men, even though Bran is king. Yep. So then John puts on his season one clothes and some Night's Watchmen escort John all the way north. Unnamed Night's Watchmen 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see the, just, like, the nice small folk walking around three weeks later with some assimilated Dothraki bearing bear steel. Yep. It's been and three weeks. It. They're just, like, they're just, like, talking and having fun. Yeah, they're speaking the common tongue. <laughs> yeah. They learn um, quick. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they love to not seek revenge on their leader's murderers, and then Grey Worm is on a boat. <laughs> and he says, it's time to go to Narth. Time to go dive butterfly fever immediately. Immediately. So, Kim, I know there's a thing in Narth, where Missandei's from, there's a thing called, like, the butterfly sickness. Yeah, what's that? Where if, basically... If Wasn't that a movie with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, yeah. it is. Thank you. <laughs> the butterfly sickness? Yeah. Where if, like, people from Narth are, like, immune to it, mm-hmm. but basically people who aren't there, if, like, you're there for, like, a day, you die. <laughs> so he's gonna die. Yeah. But they didn't read the books, so they don't know that. Which is also oh. very funny that last season, uh, Grey Worm, or earlier this season, Grey Worm was like, Missandei, I will go to North with you, and Missandei's like, oh yeah, sounds good, for sure. <laughs> what is it, though? North? No, the butterfly. It's just, like, a, a thing that's there. They have butterflies the size of their hands, and, like, if you, like, there's so many of them, like, if you go there for more than an hour in the daytime, they will land on you and kill you. Why can people from North... Because they're like born there, they have immunity. They have vaccines in North. Oh, yeah, vac- yeah. North invented the vaccine. Neat. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. That's what McDonald's says. That's me yeah. about this episode so far. John says goodbye to his family. Uh huh. And Sansa says, "I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucked up. That's my final line." And you know what? I am. It's such just a fucking. It just splits me because <laughs> I am like I love. That there was the romantic scene between Jamie and Cersei last episode, but then I fucking hated it more than I loved it. Like normally, I would want romance because you just like seeing people kiss. And yeah. I guess Jamie and Cersei got the last like truly romantic scene, huh? I guess so. Cool. And then, like, it was touching that they had that reunion, mm-hmm. but then I fucking hate it because like none of it should be there. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I hate that they were in fucking height order, like as if they were like <laughs> line leader. Sansa's the line leader. She's yeah, Bran's the door holder. Yeah. I guess Hodor's the door holder. <laughs> if you think about it, yeah. Why did Hodor exist? Because he had to hold the door. 
For what? So Bran could become king. So the Bran could go meet Benjen. <laughs> so why didn't Bran know that before? Oh, he did. That's why, why he did it. Why didn't he order a doorstop from Amazon? That says holder on it? Yeah. Tyrion didn't invent the Amazon yet. I hate this show. <laughs> I hate this show. I, I just really hate the show. I hate it. <laughs> I like that Bran never used his three-eyed raven powers and Arya never used her faceless man powers in the final season. I liked it. It's really good, yeah. So they're saying goodbye in exact height order, and Arya says, I'm not going to Castle Black. I'm going west of Westeros because I have no desire to stay with my family. Mm-hmm. And um, did you know that this was foreshadowed? He said, John says, do you have your weapon of revenge? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Eddie, says, did you... yeah, my needle. Now, you're both, um, you're both school people. You understand foreshadowing. Um, I've heard. I'm familiar with the term. So this was foreshadowed, Arya going west of Westeros, because when she was eating tummy soup with Lady Crane in season six, she said, I'm going west of Westeros. I don't know what's there. And then she says that again in season eight, which is what foreshadowing is. That is what I've learned. In my studies, I've learned. It's like how if, it's like how if Bran was in the, the, the tree room with Theon and said, I want to be king someday. And then he becomes king. That's foreshadowing. That's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. Okay. I understand how it works. Now. Yeah, just as a f- refresher, um, mm-hmm. in case y'all need to remember what foreshadow. That's what. That's it. Thank you. That's probably why I haven't been like hired yet. It's because I've been having uh-huh. all these interviews, and they're like, Can, "Tell us what foreshadowing means." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I can't believe you've done this." <laughs> and I'm, you say your next line, it will be, "What is foreshadowing?" And they say, "Oh, that's right, that is what it and is." And they say, "Nani," and then yeah. like that happens. But I will say that I will say that Catelyn Tully is uh, Stark is beaming in heaven right now because like John is kneeling before King Bran. Uh-huh. Uh, Sansa's queen in the north. Like, John's mm-hmm. exiled. John can never fuck again. Mm-hmm. For the second time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, remember how the, all the small folk and people literally as far as Bravos understand Ned Stark to be a traitor? Well, we haven't read um, A Song of Ice and Fire yet. So we don't actually know what history. Oh, will the say. book that the that book appeared that Sam in wrote. the show. We won't know. We haven't read that yet, so we don't know. How, how long did it take him to write that book? Well, like two weeks. It's, yeah, it's, it's where. Oh. He's a maester now. So he writes fast. Yeah. It's fine. And what's the, the book? A Song of Ice and Fire. But what was it? A history uh, after the events of Robert's Rebellion, which is based on a lie. Mm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the full title. Yeah. So Sam knows everything? Yeah, yeah. He, he, Bran told him. Yeah, Brandon. Well, that's probably that's probably a child who like connived to be king said, "This is what I think happened everywhere," and everybody says, "I agree." Everyone says, "Let's take this at face value." (laughs) Um, It's good. So Brienne's writing in the White Book. I'm sorry, but I liked it. (laughs) No, I liked it too, except (laughs) the end of it. Did you see that Jamie died protecting his sister? Yeah, she flipped past the the Dunkin Egg prequel. Did you see? I saw it. it said read these books. They're good. It said, "Hey, it's one of it's Brian Cogman's back." I saw the words Baylor Breakspeare and I started clapping. Uh-huh. Did you see the Jamie section has like shitty stuff written in pen? It's good. <laughs> it's so good. I love Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his best. And like, so Brienne like adds the stuff about like getting captured in the Whispering Wood and stuff. What? And you have to use the left. His I left know. Hand. I know. It's the show is just dumb. <laughs> I, I'm so surprised that they had that level of detail where they're like, oh yeah, Jamie can't write good, but they can't let do, like, what if Khaleesi was evil? <laughs> yeah. Did well, you, might as well make her evil in 32 minutes. Might as well yeah. make her evil uh, an episode and a half away from the finale when Jamie loves his sister. 
Did you see the... So I looked at everything Brienne wrote, and it was like, it's like a season-by-season season arc. Except she skips entirely over anything that happened in Dorne. Why, why, why wouldn't she put that there? Well, there was the part where he rescued Marcella, and Marcella said that she liked incest, and then um, oh, she Oh, she wasn't there. Brand didn't tell her that. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know that that happened. So yeah, then she also writes down the Night King by name. Yeah, she's seen him. So, <laughs> and then he died protecting his queen, and, and we love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get the small council meeting, and it's Debron and Davos and Brienne and Samwell are there, and Tyrion. A thing I did like is Brienne. She does say Sir Podrick. Yeah, so and she knighted like, Podrick, and he's a member of the Brands Guard. But his like duty as Brands Guard is just to wheel him around, <laughs> which is also <laughs> like he, if you think about it, it's bittersweet because Kingsguard can't fuck. Mm, and that's Podrick's favorite thing to do. He loves it. Yeah, they can't fuck. Why? You're not allowed. Why is that the thing that they hold over everyone's head? Like because like what else? You're are gonna you do gonna... this noble job, but you're not gonna fuck. Because what else? They can't fucking play PlayStation. Like what else are they gonna do? Fuck. Exactly. So they say you can't do it. You have to be a Kingsguard all the time, forever. It's like when the power goes out and everybody in the world gets extremely horny immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's them all the time. So, um, did you know that Tyrion's not Kim mentioned? Is like, Kim just imagined a world without fucking and is, like, lost in thought. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's Whoville. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... Hey, 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 the, uh, the fucking dragon pit Kim scene need, was Kim Whoville. romance is the thing. I don't need romance, I just need a purpose. <laughs> like, fuck. I just need there to be reasons for this. Well, their purpose is protecting their king, Bran. And I'm mad that you said there's not PlayStation. There isn't. I'm not wrong. They don't got PlayStation. They don't. They don't got Nintendo Wii. That's Bran's first order of business. He's like, Samwell, <laughs> Samwell, go back to the Citadel and create a virtual it, boy. It's, it's, uh, Samwell Tully, your first job as maester. Create for me what is known as the PlayStation. <laughs> Mace, Grand Mace, Grand Mace to Samwell. Your first order of business. Help me defeat this level of space invaders. I cannot get the last one. Samwell, I cannot reach this golden banana in Donkey Kong 64. Use your nimble fingers to help me reach the banana so I may play as Chunky Kong. <laughs> That's his name, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so did you know that Tyrion is not in the Song of Ice and Fire? It's funny. He didn't do it. And genuinely, like... That was the thing Sam said, that Tyrion wasn't in the book. That w- right. like, that I can see that being, like, a very moving thing that, like, Tyrion, quote-unquote, like, did a lot to help the realm, but because of, like, ableism but also and he shit... Just, he... If he was in it, it just, he just fucked up all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, it doesn't... Like, if his, like, his heroism in the Blackwater getting erased, like, that sounds like something George would do. Uh-huh. But, like, he's he killed Tywin Lannister and his Queen Cersei's brother. Like, he's gonna be in the book. Yeah, he'll be in the fucking book. But then Bronn funny laughs at Tyrion for not being so in history. So do we want to go over the small council? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We have Braun, who is master of coin and high garden, and yeah. everyone loves it, and it'll be fine. Famously, yep. yeah. Um, who else? Brienne is Lord Commander of Kingsguard, which is good. Mm-hmm. Davos is master of ships, which he, he doesn't know about. He actually just knows about smuggling. Mm-hmm. And Sam is grand grand maester with his snuggie in his big snuggie. Yeah, he's maester. And then Sam uh, Bran rolls in, and he's like, "What about the other positions?" And they said, "We don't have that many named characters." And he says, "Okay, goodbye." Hey, why would oh, yeah. Bran need a master of whisperers? Masters whisperers. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. like master of laws. Well, who who could it be that's still alive? No one. There the new enough. Prince of Dorne, Torgonita. 
Torgo Nudo could be Master of War. He was for for 20 minutes this episode. Yeah, he was the Master of War. (laughs) Yeah. He was Bob Dylan's song. The only thing that was, they could have made it more on the nose by by being like, her being like, Torgo Nudo, you will be my Master of Liberation. You will be my evil correspondent. Yeah. (laughs) So then Bran's like, hey, where's Drogon? Never mind, I'll find him with Warging off screen later. Mm-hmm. The people don't want to see that. And then, um, fucking, everybody pays homage to Bran and says, good job, you're a good king, you'll rule wisely forever. Uh-huh. And Just like George wanted. Yeah, just like George wanted. And Bran smiles as he's taken away, and he's like, I'm sure your level of respect will improve. He's just Bran now. Mm-hmm. He's just Bran. Um, then John pets a ghost and the show's over. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we see, we see Sansa and Arya. There's, I just want to, just briefly, one last, I've got to talk about Braun one more time. This season he was promised money to kill his best friend and took it, and now he's in charge of money under Tyrion. Normal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion gave it, Tyrion, who is the hand of the king, why doesn't he just have Braun killed? Mm-hmm. Like, he's the hand of the king. He could say, this guy tried to kill me and my brother. Tyrion, Which like, saw a guy true. that looked ugly to him, and he cooked him into soup in the books. Like, it's... Yep. Anyways, yeah, John Pet's ghost. He goes to Castle Black, and Ollie's corpse is still swinging there, and nobody mentions and smi- it. Tormund, his smiling friend, is there, and then they just go beyond. What did you think this meant? It means that he's go. He's not part of the Night's Watch. Like, he's not so staying at Castle I, Black. Uh, so we, what we see is John and Wildlands go outside of Castle Black gates, and the gates close behind him. It's a parallel thought- first first scene. You love it. I thought this was just meant him. He's like relocating them. Like he's the he's moving he's moving Castle Black like they move King's Landing. Yeah, but then people were saying like, no, he's going to live with them. That's what that's that's the impression I got. I like that better because it's fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. But what is his purpose if he's not doing that? He's just going out with them. No, I'm saying like, what is his overall like purpose? There is no Night's Watch. Yeah, it's him. But there is a Night's Watch now. It's him. It's just him. Yeah, he's watching, and he is like. It's good because he's the Lord Commander of the North, the Night's Watch immediately because that's how the Night's Watch works. Mm-hmm. Is because it's because when you show up to the Night's Watch, famously, if you're the most famous person, then you're Lord Commander. Now you keep your rank. Yeah, that's that's how it works. So uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I think uh, in the chat, Sam, I think had this theory that um, the 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 members of the Night's Watch are sending the Wildlings back out. So that they can still, like, just have a job. They just, yeah, they're, they're like, let's just, listen, we know this is all very performative, but we they gotta decide, keep this shit going. They decided right? to be racist again so that they could have a job and not be executed. Yeah, we we need this job, so can you please just go, like, be evil over there? Also, I do just want to say that Castle Black should probably be under Sansa's jurisdiction now. It's the independent kingdom of the North, so she could probably just quarter him and just, like... <laughs> You know the thing about how the the pack survives and the lone wolf dies. Anyways, no. they all, they all split up and they're fine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Sansa's queen queen in the north, and everyone says queen in the north, and then Arya's on a boat with the Stark wolf because she builds boats too. Uh huh. It actually it makes sense that there's still a Night's Watch because the realm doesn't know that the Nightman died. Exactly. No one knows about him. No one has seen him. Nobody's seen him. Game of Thrones is over. I actually now. We love it. I just want to just put a put a cap in this by saying that um, the series ends with Jon Snow finally going north after he mm-hmm. spent his entire adult life going down. Thank you. 
Thank C- you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, you know what it's time for? Warg of the Week. Warg of the Week. Warg of the Week. you by Drogon the Dragon. Oh, the new... Move over, David and Dan, because we're introducing new characters a half hour before it's over forever. And I read the wiki of Ice and Fire. I know who Wyman Manderly's son is. What? I, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> and I I'll, I'll say, I'll say I'm, the, I'm the Prince of Dawn, I uh, do declare. That's my new character, the Prince of Dorne. I'll, I'll say, I may just be a humble man from the Reach, but what I do know is that we don't got no fucking people here. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got no supplies hither nor um, yon. Brooks, do you have a worry of the week? I kind of don't. Okay, because I have one. Yeah, I kind of, this is where you're carrying me. As requested by someone, sorry, I forget who, last episode, yeah, they requested you. that I watch, I uh, do a Warg of the Week. Right. Um, for this one, for the finale. I'm ready. So, we mentioned um, before that uh, Drogon, when he flies in, this is about Drogon. It's about me, the dragon. <laughs> when he flies in where? To to burn the, the seat. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't attack John and he just burns the seat and how could he know what like metaphors are? Right, yeah. So we know that. So here's my thesis. Okay. Drogon was be- after the battle. Ever since then, Drogon has been warged by Bran. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we see when Drogon when Drogon's in the snow and he smells John Snow and he lets him pass. He says that's my brother and he mm-hmm. lets him pass because he knows he has to go kill Khaleesi mm. so he lets him do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then he flew he flew away with the the Khaleesi so he he made that happen so the the, the Thraki and the Unsullied wouldn't see their dead Khaleesi queen which they didn't seem too upset about yeah, if, but, other than Torgonudo mm-hmm. but John is just an idiot and he yeah. admitted it yeah um and he burned down the big chair because he knew he would be king and he had to put the idea in everyone's head that, like, oh, the old chair is gone. We have a new chair. Who sits in a chair? Bran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and then later, Bran is like, oh, I can find Drogon. That's kind of like, you know, in in the books, when Littlefinger says something like, I do admit this interests me. Right. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. When he Bran, says, like, I did kill Lysa Aaron, hypothetically. Uh-huh. Hypothetically. So when he's like... Does anyone know where Drogon is? I can find him. That's him taking like taking <laughs> pleasure in his like grand scheme. Mm-hmm. He says, "Does no one know where he is?" And then Arya says, "I do." He says, "I suppose I can warg him," mm-hmm. and, and, and like no one gets it. Um, so that's it. Drogon was Bran in the last episode. Okay. Hey Eddie. Um, confirmed. Thank you. I, I think so. I think that's real. Thank you. Um, I think Drogon's real. I think Drogon's real, first of all. And um, maybe, well, I was going to say, maybe the reason he didn't set John on fire is because it was Bran, and Bran doesn't have his glasses, so he can't see. Mm-hmm. So he uh-huh. thought he was setting John on fire. Mm-hmm. He knew it wouldn't kill him because John's mm-hmm. Targaryen, even though that doesn't make sense anyway, you said. But I think that I was talking it. about this with friend of all of us, Chris, earlier, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how Drogon knew to burn the chair. Mm. And Chris texted me these words: "You killed mom, thrown bad." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of a like an outsider's perspective into the uh-huh. sure. I have a theory. So it's okay. like, what if uh, the Mad King went mad because inside the throne, uh, he had weed in it, 
and okay. he smoked it and he, he went mad. And he that's why Drogon's mind. name is Drogon, because he made all the Drogon. Ooh. Right. Okay. I've, I've seen tweets that's like, it's really funny that there's a dragon named Drogon. And everyone's like, oh, if you watch the show, it makes sense. But it doesn't change the fact that there's a dragon named Drogon. <laughs> it's good. Um, you want to get into questions? Yeah. If we ever do questions again on this show, you can send them to mm-hmm. postgod at gmail.com or... Um, post-GOT. Post, what, post-GOT at gmail.com or postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, I believe. Do you think John should have tried to, like, tame Drogon? Or not tame him, but, like become his master. He know he know he knew what happened to Quentin Martell in the books. Got it. So he didn't do that. Um let's start off with this one from Deer King. Uh part this is a two parter. Okay. Last week you said I think this is from like the last like two ep- this might be two episodes ago. Okay. But last week you said in Order of the Rings that there's a ring that makes people evil. So what if in Game of Thrones there's a throne that makes you evil? Mm-hmm. And there's weed in it. Thrones <laughs> Thrones Thrones Give us one, Kim. I, I, Thrones. <laughs> Give it up uh, for Bran. Thrones! <laughs> There's a part two to this. God, I'm so mad. Since we're at an end, I wanted to say something sincere. For, it's also from Deer King. I've been listening to the show since 2015, and it's been my comfort food podcast, my favorite anxiety distraction, and a familiar rhythm to fall asleep to. You all have been such a consistent, cozy presence in my ears, and I look forward to your goofs every week. You've introduced me to so much media I now love, and commiserated through the media we hate. Now, there's just, no, uh, there's just no other podcast that could blend this kind of wholesome absurdism and vitriolic meltdown into one beautiful P-Guy. <laughs> I don't know how to make this into jokes, so thank you, Eddie and Brooks. Jamie Rebby, Semper Slashy. Uh, Jamie Rebby. <laughs> Jamie Rebby. The idea of... So, like, thank you, that's a very sweet message, and I'm just so tickled by the, the idea of somebody, like, dozing off into sleep and just hearing, like, bass boots no! and bones! <laughs> Uh, uh, Tumblr user Shoulderfins asked, we're popping the biggest bottles when Varys Merling is confirmed to <laughs> I mean, we didn't see a body. It's I uh, confirmed it last week, so... Drogon yeah. wanted to go see Varys be in Mermaid. <laughs> Khaleesi, uh, you're gonna love this. A friend of the show, Alex Leafcrunch, asked, we were robbed of funny... We were, were robbed of funny brawn and Tycho Nestoris. We were not robbed of funny brawn. Do you think in the world of the show the Iron Bank matters anymore? Who? In the world of the show, nothing matters other than what is on screen at that very... Kim just saw the next question and <laughs> likes it. <laughs> nothing matters than what we're literally looking at at that very moment. It doesn't matter, just like George R. R. Martin wanted it. Uh, Tumblr user Hamtastrophe asked, Sweet Robin out here looking like a snack. Folks, it's true. Seeing, yeah. seeing everybody tweet like, Hey, Sweet Robin, I got some milk for you, is like... Yep. The, like... They subverted my expectations. <laughs> they did. A uh, friend of the show, Tumblr user and Targaryen loyalist, taking turns at random, asked a question. I, I won't do a voice. I was going to do a mean voice. <laughs> it's the last episode. What does Drogon do now? Does he have cool adventures with wyverns? Does he get to play in the dirt in a nice quiet field somewhere? Please give me one happy thought to carry me until the winds of winter. Also, thanks for the wonderful community and friends and jokes you guys have given us over the last few years. It means the world to me, but mostly the Drogon thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's brand now, so... I was thinking, so, remember how there's, like, there's, like, stuff flying around the air Mm -hmm. for randomly in one scene when Drogon shows up? Mm Mm-hmm. We know that it's not snow, because it's spring. Exactly. And we know that it's not ash, because it wasn't there at the beginning of the episode. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe Drogon was like trying to fertilize whatever eggs might be in the Red Keep before he leaves. Okay, so there's more Drogons then. Yeah, maybe mm. it was maybe blessed come everywhere is what I'm saying. He probably did that. What did he do, Eddie? He blessed come everywhere, Kim. That was really hard for you to say. It was hard to look you in the eye and say that. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr user Pie Kraken asked a question. I won't be able to watch the bad show until tomorrow, but I'm sending an ask anyway, because I'm corny, and want to thank you guys for all the good goose you've given up. If we can just continue this trend of everyone telling us, like, how nice and good we are on, like, all of our shows, let's, like, do that. Yeah. I listen to Pigot when I'm feeling down, because it always makes me smile, and I genuinely hope those prequel shows actually happen, just so this podcast doesn't have to end. Hope Nightman talks. Shout out to Saren for introducing me to Pigot, and to Ethan for letting me make him listen to it. You are all my lasagna. The Winds of Winter 2019. <laughs> it is coming lasagna's out Lasagna is so good. Lasagna is pretty fucking good. I love yeah. lasagna. Mm-hmm. I know that about you. Funny Garfield. I don't love it that much, Eddie. You didn't have to say it like that. What? I like lasagna somewhat. Okay. Sorry, I apologize. Thanks. I like spaghetti a lot. <laughs> you do? It's good. It's probably the first time the word spaghetti has been said on this show. Yeah, in the normal phrasing of the common tongue. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the normal pasta of spaghetti and one Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, Tumblr user, a king who still cared, asked the question. Gentlemen, we did it. The evil is defeated. Thank you both. And Kim. You're welcome. For being amazing <laughs> podcast hosts and all around funny, great people who kept me sane amid the show's inexplicably widespread acclaim. My questions are, has the recent criticism of the show left you feeling validated or undercut? What are your favorite of each other's? I think we got a few of this question that's like, what's your favorite P-Got thing? Mm-hmm. So we'll just cover that here. What do you think is the worst season? Also, did the Riverlands warg out of existence, given that it's only six kingdoms now, apparently? So first, how has recent criticism of the show left you feeling? Well, I asked that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we kind of covered that. Yeah, I feel like whatever you guys are excited. Kind of, yeah. But also, like at this point, I don't fucking care about the show anymore, so mm-hmm. like... Uh, what are your favorite of each other's and Kim's goofs? Hmm. Yeah. Fucking anytime Eddie mispronounces something on purpose, it's the funniest thing. And like Ronald Tartley. That's how you say it. Like when you said uh, Cersei was Mario Kart Brooks. <laughs> uh huh. So well, listen, I'm, I'm learning from the best. Any word is Gregnant is your new favorite goof. Mm-hmm. That's Brooks's favorite goof. Oh, I thought you were saying that's yours. Oh, no. No, you hate that one. I hate it. Kim saying Ginch is my favorite joke. <laughs> but I think the the best, like, P-Got event, sorry, has to be P-Got Meetup. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our season eight of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because all the characters we knew were on screen at once. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this is the worst season? It's tough. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I've I've come to the conclusion that all seasons post-season four are bad in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, season five is just the most, like, nihilist, like, fuck you for caring about characters, dark season. I think season eight is the most bad in the traditional sense of, like, a bad show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, but season season idea. six is just, like, balls-to-the-wall fan theory, fan service, dreck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Season seven doesn't matter because season eight happened. Yeah. Season yeah. like season seven was just nothing, and season eight was just yeah garbage traditional storytelling. What were you gonna say? Well, do you think like season eight isn't necessarily the worst only because it like did a wrap up of a series? Like it it served a purpose. Like it uh-huh. even if it was a bad purpose, it still wrapped everything up. 
Like I mean, it, in, the, in the sense, there that, were no cliffhangers, right? Like no. nobody is left hanging. We that's all why. Know. That's why I couldn't do Warg of the Week because like they they stuck mm-hmm. it and like there's nothing mm-hmm. else to speculate about. Yeah, right. So, I don't know. So what, it's bad. We'll have to do like a, a Game of Thrones post mortem when we'll rank our. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Or rank our seasons. Um, let's see. I'm skipping a few. Uh, Tumblr user Venusorphobia, great icon. Great icon. Look at that, Kim. Oh, he's smiling. Who is it? It's the it's the sleepy time guy. <laughs> and he smiles. It's the celestial it's the sleepy seasoning. time bear. It's the celestial seasonings bear, and he's yeah. smiling. What flavor tea is is the Night King? Sleepy time. What flavor? Um, echinacea. <laughs> okay. Just like the bl- oh. the blue flavor that you get on snow cones. Where it's just blue. Uh, this one says, Do you think Tyrion talking directly to the camera and explaining why last week's episode was good will be enough to turn the tide? <laughs> Apparently not. Or did the bells ruin Game of Thrones rep forever? Also, congratulations. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're past kind of like the point of no return. I'm so excited to see like David Benioff's next public appearance. Because there's no way that they expected people would hate the season. Like they, they, were so proud. they, they were like, "Hey, the last episodes are ours to direct and to write." Sorry, yep, we're getting, we're gonna stick I, the landing. Mm-hmm. I like could never have guessed that so many people would criticize this show. That's like such a. It's not even real to me. Like it doesn't. I even... thought everyone would just give it a pass and be like, "No, this is what was supposed to happen." It's mm-hmm. tits and dragons. Um, we got another one from friend of the show, Axe Leaf Crunch, and this one says, Me again, she's called Khaleesi because it's so easy to kill her. Mm. Kill easy. Kill easy. This Please. actually, I was working on a Warg of the Week that didn't didn't uh, quite make it through, but this did sort of make me think mm-hmm. about the way that main characters' name mean. Okay. Do you want, can I hit you with a couple? Yeah, send it, send it my way. So Khaleesi is that because kill easy. Mm-hmm. Rob Stark was robbed of being a Stark. You died. Mm-hmm. Sansa Stark is Sans a Stark because she's alone Without. at Winterfell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arya Stark is like a British guy asking, like, uh, Arya yeah, Stark? Arya no, Stark. she's no one. She's not a Stark. Again, yeah. Um, Bran Stark, you might think Brain Stark, but no, actually. If you mm-hmm. cut Bran Stark into pieces, you see Burr, which is cold. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's night, Nightman. Mm-hmm. In the middle is Ansta. Which is, uh, like, Instagram, so that's memories, mm-hmm. he's the memories of the world. Mm-hmm. And then RK, which is Rightful King. So that's and what his name is. you didn't have a Warg of the Week. I know! Drogon is because he blows up all the weed. And he then, finally, Jon Snow is Jon's? No. Uh-huh. It's not Jon's, it's Aegon's. There's two of them. E- exactly. Perfect. You did it. Thank I you. I think that was a good one. We got two Warg of the Week. Thank you, Alex Leaf Crunch, for writing that. Uh, friend of the show, Positive Stress, Sam asked a question. You gave us all eight wonderful seasons of laughs, so here is a joke I wrote just for you. Oh, good. that I can give you a laugh in return. Varys told us in episode four that there was a new Prince of Dorne. I don't think we would ever actually see him on screen, but there he was in the finale, the prince that was promised. Thank you. (laughs) Pince. Pince, he did it. (laughs) He said, I'm Pince. I'm Pince. Um, let's see. Uh, Tumblr user Shoulderfins asked, are you guys okay? Also, are, like, men as a gender okay? <laughs> it seems like you might not be with all that good, violent dude nihilism. I'm so worried. It's so good that, like, Tyrion has every reason to despise King Landing, King's Landing and his sister, and, like, Jon came back as a zombie, which has evil consequences, but the one main character who in Sicko Mode was the lady. It's really good. It's so good. And also good. how, like, the only in that, like, after the lady went Sicko Mode and was killed by her good nephew... 
that the only evil character remaining is is the one like person of color on the show uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> who is evil because he didn't want Tyrion to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good. Um, let's get into the anonymous hour. Okay. Um, there no one. <laughs> let's see. Uh, this one says congratulations. Thank you. I take all the credit. Okay. Um, Thank you, Kim. Let's yes. see. Um, hey, fellas, you spent a lot of pigot lamenting the fact that the elusive good season didn't exist. <laughs> Have you considered that because of the way season eight has turned public opinion against Game of Thrones that it, the worst season, is secretly the good season? Anyway, long live yada yada boys. It's nice when you guys like things. Agreed. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't want to be like angry internet man. Like I like enjoying things more yeah. than I like being mad at them. It just so happens that this show took a turn that we weren't yeah. expecting. Yeah, because you you didn't start this show season seven. Like yeah, he it, got started in the beginning when this was still a thing that you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Well, it was when we were starting to be like, ah, the Sansa thing happened. That's not good. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. But our first episode when we talk about the gift is like, eh, not so bad. Yeah. No, I'm saying you started game. You started Peacock a long time ago. Yeah, we did. When it was before good. Six. It's be, it was before season six aired, mm-hmm. but we, we took, then we like went back and did the rest mm-hmm. of them. Oh. And then we were like, it, it's going to be good later, and mm-hmm. then it wasn't. Yeah, I am excited to do more podcasting where I'm not angry because, mm-hmm. like, if I. If I have if I have anything that you could consider a comedy philosophy, mm-hmm. it's the end. Okay, Andy Kaufman. It's the ah, Tony Clifton. Like being <laughs> being angry is like the least funny emotion. Like it's the easiest and least funny. It's, yeah, like it, it's it what is. people who are new at improv that's what they default to because it's really easy. But like, uh-huh. so I'm as much as I would in in a you know part of me is like oh I wish we could do Peacock forever. Another part of me is like it's bad for our brain. <laughs> like, I I genuinely. Like, not just because I like the the show, but, like, when we do Yaddy Yaddy Boys, I have so much more fun, like, coming up with the jokes we do there. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah, it's, it's of, like, I it's, enjoy this. I've, this. This has been the joy of my life. However, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing, w- doing voices of little ghost bullets more than mm-hmm. I enjoy, like, uh, finding Brian Cogman's home address. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's better for the brain, as much as I love these smooth brain Sundays. Um, let's see. A couple from friend of the show, Tumblr user Chie Satanakas, who asked, Hey, so what was up with Nikolai Kosterwaldo getting top billing in the opening credits? Well, we see his face. We see his face in his golden hand. That's true. And he said that funny warg thing about being an anteater. He did say that! There's did you funny... see that, Brooks? No, I didn't. Oh, no, no yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, where he said funny anteater. He did, and then he made, like, the sad smile at the camera. Yeah, he he listens to Peacock. Uh, and also, could they literally not think of a better ending for Arya than she fucks off on a boat again? It was foreshadowed. It was foreshadowed. It was foreshadowed. Where would you guys have liked to see Arya? Realistically. I can't, I can't say, because this Arya is nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know where. Well, like, what is the, your hope for Arya in, in... I don't know. I gen- like, And that's always, like, a boring answer when it's, like, I feel like I need at least one more book to... Do which you... is coming out next week. Yeah. But I feel like I need one more book to be like, okay, here's where I think it's going to go. Because I feel like mm-hmm. there's not enough yet to say, like, here's where it's going to end. Are you a fan of Arya? She's not my favorite, but she's okay. I love Arya. Like, I, she's... I think her chapters are cool, but... Do you both appreciate, um, even if they don't know how to write women uh-huh. or things, do you both appreciate the fact that they gave a lot to Arya, at least in the season? I don't think so, because I don't think that was, like, let's, like... Because one... 
Correct me if I'm wrong on this, as the woman on this podcast. Uh-huh. But I feel like the only way they are able per- to portray women as being, like, good is by be- them being strong and killing. Mm-hmm. And two, I feel like it was more of them trying to do something that oh. was shocking mm-hmm. rather than, like, let's have Arya do something cool. Mm-hmm. So. Because nobody think. expected Arya to it, kill yeah. the Night, yeah. night King. Mm-hmm. I would... Hey, that reminds me. I was gonna say, like, oh, it would be cool for, like, this version of Arya to, like, be, you know, like, uh... Sansa's Queen's Guard or something like that. Just, like, some sort of, like, where she could stay at Winterfell and be with her family. Or even, like, fucking join John at the Night's Watch. Whatever. Like, mm-hmm. remember how Brienne of Tarth just it stays in King's Landing with Tyrion instead of Sansa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she found Sansa. So her duty is done. That's true, she just, found her. It would have just felt really good, you know, if maybe Arya... Like, there was some sort of a callback to, like, her relationship with her sister. Remember how she fucked Gendry and it didn't matter? Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, Bran have just given her a heads up, like, you, hey, you're not gonna die. You don't. You, <laughs> you don't, don't have to fuck you Gendry. You don't have to fuck Gendry tonight. Well, she had to fuck Gendry or else she wouldn't have been able to kill the night. Remember when Bran was randomly, like, he brought up, like, Sansa's rape for no reason and now he's no. just, like, a good guy? He's like, you were beautiful that night. Ew. I know. Remember when Sansa's scene focused only on Theon's face yeah. yes. and feelings. We loved it. Listen, we can't criticize the show until it's over. I would like to see we any of us write a better show. We won't know until it's over, so we can't talk about it. Until we watch the prequels, there's the no way of knowing whether it's bad or not. The show's over, guys. That's it. That's P-Got. I don't, I don't think it's over. A hundred years P-Got. We did it. hundred years P-Got. Would you guys be mad if they were like, oh my god, we forgot to tell you there's a season nine. <laughs> we, did, we did 24 more episodes. We forgot. Yeah. We actually did 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. And even though Daenerys is dead and Bran's the king, like, LOL. When I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. More to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's P-Got. Thank you for listening. That's P-Got, yeah. This has been Thanks. the weirdest, coolest thing in the world. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everything. Do you guys think when the books do come out that you will do a P-Got yes. of the books? <laughs> yes. Or will it be its own thing? I don't know. There will be more ga- A Song of Ice and Fire, the real thing, not the book that Sam made, related content from us. Uh-huh. Because I, I, I feel like at this point now, like when you do read it... Well, it's coming out next week, so... When it comes out next week, um, you guys are going to do a whole lot of parallels between the book and the show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would only feel appropriate if it were sharing... This space of yeah. post Game of Thrones. Yeah, I want we'll I want it to be on this feed because we have the most listeners on this feed. So exactly, <laughs> I want the yeah, number so to it go will, up. It will make the numbers get the most bigger. Mm-hmm. So we'll prob- and I I think there might be people like there's there might be two or three people at work mm-hmm. who have said that they want to start reading the books. Okay, well we got the the reason that they want to start reading the books is because now they have faces to put to the oh, characters. Oh, perfect, classic. Uh, the game of faces. Well, thanks for everything. So, a Daenerys without purple eyes, <laughs> and a Tyrion with a regular face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for everything. Keep a sloshy. Semper yeah, thanks. Check out JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's a Ooh, fun show. JoJo's, watch JoJo's Adventure. Listen to Yada Yada Boys. Listen to Fun Point. Carry Me Home. Carry Me Listen Home Carry on me Patreon. Home. Words and Deeds on Patreon. Um... Before we go, I would like to special bonus shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Elliot the Tormentor. Yes. Oh, oh wow. my God. Who, who now our good friend, um, Miltos. Miltos, Miltos, who is our personal friend. Mm-hmm. He left us a nice message online. Um, so incredible. And you'll you'll get to hear it now. So 
do we do we have anything we want to add before Noltos plays us out? Um, in closing, we love to watch it. We love to see we, it. You it was love good. To see it. It was a good. It was good. I think it was good. Kim, did you like it? I like that Brand became king. <laughs> yeah, we all did like that. We like that. All right. I think it felt right. Uh-huh. I understand why they did it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Great work I from Brian Cogman. I'm just a little disappointed that um, Water Bottle didn't make its way into the credits. Oh, yeah. This is going to win Best Drama this year. I'm not kidding. Oh, absolutely. And Even Best Writing. I can't fucking wait to read this episode's script. Yeah. Euron's going to win Best Actor. All right. With that being said, play us out, Miltos. Yeah. Send in the clowns. Goodbye, Miltos. Bye, Miltos. Thank you. Hello, Brooks and Eddie. My name is uh, Miltos Urolamo. You may remember me as Sirio Forel, the first sword of Bravos in the first season of Game of Thrones. Um, I believe you are huge Song of Ice and Fire fans. Um, and I'm here to congratulate you on finishing a very difficult project that cost you a lot of time and effort, but I hope it was all worth it. I know it would have been, and I'm here to congratulate you and wish you all the best in the future, and I have one thing to say to you. What do we say to the God of Death? Not today. And now we will complete the dance. Congratulations. <laughs>